أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يسبح لله ما في السماوات وما في الأرض له الملك وله الحمد وهو على كل شيء قدير هو الذي خلقكم فمنكم كافر ومنكم مؤمن والله بما تعملون بصير خلق السماوات والأرض بالحق وصوركم فأحسن صوركم وإليها المصير يعلم ما في السماوات والأرض ويعلم ما تسرون وما تعلنون والله عليم بذات الصدور بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله احد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا احد صدق الله العظيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم this uh... This endeavor that we're busy with is um, a uniquely individual and singular endeavor. And what I mean by that is that this is really about your own engagement with and experience of the closeness of Allah. which is uh, an experience that is so profound it is so deeply life altering that it is not something that can easily be carried in language in fact i would suggest it probably couldn't be carried in language at all so by definition it is a solitary experience it is not without reason that the highest parts of our sluk are um kept for khawla for uh, isolation <coughs> because it is a very um solitary affair your first discovery is nearness when all other distractions have been taken away when all other um hooks of our attention in the world get taken away the um 
the next question then, is there a place for companionship on this path? And what is the role of companionship? Um, And what is appropriate companionship? Um, in the first instance, it is it is clear that um, uh, the the matter that we're concerned with is only accessible when you're inwardly gathered, which basically means to say that insofar as you have companions and you are companionable and you have companionship with people, you you keep that your engagement with people slightly muted. So you might notice, for instance, that um, in the evenings after vicar, there's uh, sometimes the our festivities in the dining room can get a little bit. loud and this is probably not appropriate it's all, it's, and, and also the, sometimes the things that are under discussion aren't appropriate not because they're particularly sort of um, trivial or demeaning things to talk about but it just requires too much attention you're having to put too much of yourself out into the world to engage that particular conversation so by definition, our companionship is a reserved companionship. It's a companionship of people who are quite comfortable sitting in each other's company for very long periods of time and not having anything to say. What certainly isn't appropriate is this thing that one sometimes experiences in circles where we, we, we find that we are, we are burdened with a need to turn our companionship into a confessional. Where you have to tell everybody, or at least many people in the circle, about what's happening with you and what the issues are you're struggling with. And this is really not appropriate. We aren't Catholics. We don't believe in a confessional. This is... The, the, the people that you reserve your, inner, your deepest struggle with are the one or two selected close companions you have on the path. Not everybody. Or with your sheikh. with people who are not going to get horrified by what you have to say. <clears throat> you have to understand that most people um, are, are not objective enough to their own humanity to recognize the extent to which they themselves are capable of the most unspeakable stuff. So it's not helpful and not useful to tell people. You're not duty-bound to bear your soul to everybody. 
This is not what this circle is about, and it's not helpful to either you or others. Just as you, you, you will cover your own misdoing, so too you cover the misdoing of others. <clears throat> Another very distasteful thing that happens very often in our circles, and I've seen this over decades, is the most distressing propensity of people to gossip about each other. This one said that, and this one did this, and this one did that, and, you know. Mostly these are not useful conversations to have. I mean, mostly these are just make you walk out of the tarnished view of somebody. And... You know, in the, in the days of um, the latter time in Medina, when people started coming into the dean in droves, then clearly lots of people came to the dean um, because of political expediency. This was happened. And then as a result, uh, there were lots of stories and a lot of uh, gossiping. And eventually the Rasul Salah said, you know, stop speaking ill about <clears throat> your brothers, to me, because I want to come out to them with a smile on my face. It doesn't matter whether it's true or not. Just stop making somebody else's indignity cause for your mouth. So we need courtesy in our companionship with each other. A courtesy which treats each other in a, a gently, that doesn't demand attention the whole time, that can be very comfortable with being quiet, that can be very comfortable with being unobserved, that can be the, the silent, helpful companion, not the one who's always trying to make a point, trying to be understood, and trying to point out uh, either your own failing or the failing of others. If you could take down our, our, the, the pitch, the level, the noise of our interaction in our suluk by several decibels, we'll probably end up at somewhere that'll be useful. And I'm saying this because I notice this very, I mean, it's often, as soon as the circle starts to get substantial, uh, um, both here and I've seen it abroad too, then, um, then we start having fitna, we start having the gossiping and and one person stands on each other's t- on the other person's toes, and and you get one or two people who arrogate to themselves the the job of being the uh, the moral police, you know, the ones who point out the ills of others, and um, all of this is completely useless. This is not a madrasa of fiqh. We're not here to point out each other's fingernails. We're here to be companions on a very difficult journey of learning to live unconditionally, learning to have an engagement with our Rabb where we're no longer trading with him or with anybody else. The first step in learning how to live unconditionally is foregoing our judgment, our disapproval. 
Understand, every single judgment or disapproval you make of somebody else, for every one of the things that you, you have a comment on somebody else, I can guarantee you there's probably 10 things that could be said about you. And if you don't recognize this, you're very young on this path. Because one of the things that you become very familiar with on this path is the, the extremity and the extent of your own monstrosity. And any person who doesn't recognize that they are capable of the most monstrous stuff is not on this path because they've not done enough inner work. Because if you spend enough time looking, examining what's going on on the inside, you will know that there be devils there. Nobody's an angel. There is one perfect human being and he's long dead. The rest of us are strugglers on this path. May Allah grant us nearness to him. May grant us annihilation in him. May grant us death before we die. In Allah, our Malaikatu, Salu Alamidi, Ya Yuhaladina, Amanu, Salu Alayhi, Salim Taslima, Allah, Masali Allah, Sayyidina, Muhammadin Abdika, Rasulika, Nabiya, Mu'ala, Ali, Sahmi, Salim Taslima, Subhana, Rabbika, Rabbika, Izzatia, Maisifun, Wassalam, and Allah, Mursaleen, Alhamdulillah, I'm going to go to the hospital.